Hello, dear listener. This is Basement Gaming, episode 33. My name is Herb, and I am joined by my dear cousin Brigham. Howdy, howdy. On this week's episode, Brigham finally beat Ghost of Tsushima, so we decided to have our full Sportacast this episode. So if you haven't beaten the game and you care about spoilers, you should probably skip this episode and come back whenever you do beat the game, which we hope we do because we want you to listen to this episode. With that being said, we're going to just jump straight into it. If you want to follow us, we are on Twitter at BasementGaming9, and if you feel frisky and you want to send us an email, it's at BasementGamingPod at gmail.com. With formalities out of the way, this is Basement Gaming. All right, Brigham, we're here. Here we go. Yep. Uh, real quick, before you start, I kind of want to get an update on on your situation with the whole, uh, you know, the the winter blizzard storm that happened in Texas. Like, how how are you doing now? I'm guessing you have power now. Um, yeah. You're, so you're, it's so still funny. intact. It's uh, it's it feels like it hasn't even happened. Like it didn't even happen because we're literally back to like. High of six, like high of sixty-five degrees, seventy degrees, and like lows of fifties and forties. So you know we're just back to regular Texas winter weathers, which I'm just like, oh thank goodness, it just feels so much better to be out of that like fight or flight mode that we were on <laughs> for that whole week because it was uh-huh. just like okay, the whole week was like, okay, so where are we gonna find power next, or where are we gonna find water next, and all that. So all that's over, and yeah, I do have power. I have cold water. And at most of my in most of my bathrooms in my kitchens, one of my bathrooms does not have water to it. And uh, they're planning on working on our hot water tomorrow. So who knows when I'll get hot water. So we've been doing the Ooh. whole uh, we've been uh, showering out of buckets recently. So, you know, the age old Haitian way of uh, boiling some water <laughs> yeah. and, then, and, and then like fill up like a third of a bucket and then fill in the rest with cold water and get some nice hot water for a bath. So. Yeah, that's the Dang. current situation. Yeah, bringing it back. I remember my when I lived in Mexico for a little bit, having to do that. I had this thing, and I don't know if it was made for this purpose, but this this metal rod, and you'd plug it into the wall, and the rod, and you just put this metal rod into water, and the rod would just get really hot, and it heat up the water, and that's what you use for showers. That sounds, was like such a, that sounds yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds it was amazing. actually like really really great. <laughs> yeah, well, I would love to have that right now. That'd be amazing. Yeah, now we're just like just you know boil it on the stove and bring it to like a really nice aggressive boil, and then yeah, and then you can just control how warm you want it to get or how cool you want it to get by adding cold water. Yeah. So I mean, it's fine. I mm-hmm. mean, Sifan and I, we're used to it. <laughs> Literally, our entire childhood was like this. So it was just like <laughs> it's not a big deal. So mm-hmm. yeah, but we're essentially right back to normal. So yeah, oh, great. Back to well, gaming. Back to back to life. Back to the regular grind. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And back to gaming. Well, I speaking of games, I recently, like you mentioned, have finally beaten Ghost of Tsushima. Um, surprisingly, I didn't mean to actually beat the game. I, I was just going to turn my PlayStation to play a different game, Dragon Age Inquisition, and just figured, hey, I might as well just dip my toe back into uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, check out the game. And little did I know, I only had two more missions left to beat the game. So. Yeah, I went ahead and beat it. Now, I was going to surprise you today, Herb, but you already found out from uh, my wife, but it's okay because, uh, uh, yeah, I guess we're, we'll talk a bit about it today and our, our thoughts and, and what we thought of the game. 
It's been when did I beat this game? I don't even remember when I beat it. It was like a long time ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. It was like okay, we we said from the beginning, it's like okay, we're both gonna play it, and then we're gonna do a spoiler cast. Freaking six months later, here we are. We're finally doing a spoiler cast, and um, yeah, so we're hoping that you've either whoever's listening, you've either either beaten the game or don't care about spoiling. The story for yourselves but yeah this is gonna be our thoughts on it so brigham you're the freshest one here what's the uh, overall thoughts overall feelings of uh ghost let me let me hear it really enjoyed it i think that the gameplay overall was wasn't like anything groundbreaking it was just it was fun but it wasn't anything new in my, my opinion but what i really enjoyed the game i think what will stick with me is just a story um particularly that ending um the the ending that that it I don't want to. I don't know if we want to go into spoilers right now. Wait until a little bit later. But the people have been warned. <laughs> I mean, okay. I guess, I guess you can do like a quick overview, like what you think for now, okay. and then we can go into spoilers. Yeah, yeah. a quick overview. Yeah, I think the story of the game was really good. I think that they did such a good job. Well, and, and this is kind of hard for me to say because I don't really know. I don't. I don't know Japanese culture that much, but the game at least felt like it was authentic Japanese culture, and it felt like it was trying to do a really good job of of, you know, trying to have some sort of reverence uh, to that type of culture and, you know, be authentic as it can be while also still being a really fun, enjoyable game to play. And I really appreciated that. I especially appreciated, you know, all the little things like the black and white filter you can add on to it or like you can play the entire game in Japanese, which is really cool. I did for a little while. So, yeah, I think the story is really good and it makes me very hopeful for a sequel in the future because I'd love to see what more they do in that world. Yeah, that was essentially my my feelings way up to definitely my second favorite game of last year. Uh I think overall I actually enjoyed the combat a lot more than it sounds like you enjoyed. Um I, I enjoyed the combat. I just didn't think it was like, you know, I felt like it was very similar to every other kind of action based kind of game. Like it mm-hmm. reminded me like Spider Man or like I don't know. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think I just like samurai and samurai culture a lot so it just felt super rewarding especially those sh- those uh showdown fights where you just kind of like have to time it right and then you just kill them in one shot i freaking love those dude like anytime i had the chance to do it i would just like <laughs> all right stare down let's do it i think yeah, those my whole were good. <laughs> yeah, my whole uh approach to the gameplay in this game was i'm not doing any ninja stuff we're going in <laughs> it's like because i think Right before I played this game, I played Last of Us, and Last of Us is just lots of sneaking, lots of stealth. So it's just like, no, this time I am drawing my sword and I'm holding my ground and I'm going to start hacking. So I think I did a lot more fighting than was probably necessary in this game. Uh, That was probably one of the biggest things I loved about it was that the fighting felt really rewarding for me in terms of like, you also had like a bunch of gadgets, you had special moves, you had different ways to like, handle different enemies there was a lot of layers to it and i mean i I wouldn't say it was groundbreaking like you said i mean there's definitely been games that have come close to that that style but in general i think uh the way i approached it and the way that it appeased my samurai wannabe (laughs) (laughs) dreams uh definitely hit home for me so Yeah. yeah and maybe i feel a little bit different just because i played it on easier difficulty and I didn't have to use as many of the resources. Like I didn't really have to 
I remember actually when you came over to visit last year, you were using a bunch of different tools that I had unlocked, but I just never bothered using like the smoke bomb or um, the little, the, the, the fanning knives and things like that. Like, because on easier difficulty, I can just kind of focus on hack and slashing them, dodge rolling whenever they're going to do like an unstoppable attack, you know? So maybe if I play on a harder difficulty, I may have uh, appreciated the combat more. I th- like, like I said, though, I think the combat was fun. So I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I don't think, uh, I, I, w- I, w- I don't want people to think that I didn't think the con- that the gameplay wasn't good because it very much was really good gameplay. In fact, I'm thinking even though I've beaten the game, I haven't 100 percented the game yet. And it's not something I typically do with games, but I'm thinking about going back and playing it more just because I really do enjoy that gameplay. Yeah, I think I got pretty close of 100%ing it. And like you said, I rarely do that for games. Only if I really like the gameplay of the game. And it's not like a pain in the ass to just walk around and do stuff. I think the thing I did 100% in that game was um, sort of these camps that you can go liberate. So I did all of that for sure. And then obviously I did all the side quests because there's quite a bit of side quests in that game that aren't necessary. But kind of add a little bit more flavor to the final, the finale of the game. And I did all those, and after that, all that, there's a lot of collectibles in this game. So, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. If you really like to just, if you really like, sorry, if you really like to just run around and just see the world that you're in in this game, they definitely give you an avenue for that. That's for sure. So, you could do that too. I mean, I did it for a little bit, but then I was just like, yeah, well, all we're doing is just riding around on a horse. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. But yeah, I think our I think it's pretty well known that this game was a, a huge success, a very mm-hmm. huge success. So yeah, I think that's our general thoughts here. Um, we could jump into spoilers here right yeah, now. Sure. So uh, closing thoughts for that is if you have a PlayStation, you should get it. You should play it. It's very much fun. Uh, if you don't like super hard combat, put it on easy and just enjoy the story. And if you want to, you know, just to challenge yourself a little bit more, I think. I think that's one, like I said, that's one of the reasons why I liked it a lot in terms of combat was I did play, I played it on hard difficulty. It was a high difficulty at that point. Now they've added an even harder difficulty that I'm just kind of interested to see what that's like. But yeah, you can go ahead and do that. So yeah, um, spoilers, what, what was, okay, so I guess the big spoiler is the, the dual ending. Uh, what was your, what was your choice? Yeah, so the end when you fight uh, the main character's uncle, I chose to kill him, actually. And I was kind of, uh, you know, I didn't really know what to choose. I was actually originally going to to let him go, but um, my wife Alyssa was watching it with me, and she was more inclined to kill him, and she kind of convinced me to do it as well. I feel like that, in a way, made for a really interesting ending, although very sad as well. So which one did you end up picking? Say again. Uh, ki- killing. I killed the uncle. Oh, what? I don't know, man. Um, so what he what, wanted, man. He wanted to die well, okay. honorably. Go, go through, go through your your thought process with that, because I have a very, I feel like okay. I have a very different so, thought process. Originally, I was going to let him go because I was thinking, well, maybe you know he'll he'll come to terms with what he's what he's thinking is wrong, and he'll kind of like meet you know the ghost in the middle, be like, well, having honor is good, but like we also need to be realistic or pragmatic. But at the same time, it's like if you let him go and he doesn't come to that conclusion. It's almost worse than him just getting killed because he honor is so important to him and he'll go the rest of his life just being so 
depressed and sad and that he feels like he failed himself and he failed like the, you know, that guy that was his, basically his son. And so that's why I felt like, you know, it was probably the right thing to do to give him the death he wants that he, you know, like, cause even though death is sad, it's like, that's, that's, that's how he, his whole entire life was about honor. That's what he, that's what he wanted to do with his, that's what, that's how he would have wanted to go out. And so I felt like in a way it was kind of like the, the honor, the honorable thing to do, the, 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 the good choice in a way. I don't know. I, I can see both ways, but I also just thought it made for a very good ending, you know, kind of a tragic ending. Yeah. It's funny. I actually saw the, I mean, I, I, I went the other way. And I actually went on YouTube and looked at the ending of the uh, the kill ending, and I actually didn't like the kill ending at all. <laughs> I was just like, "This is <laughs> extremely depressing." And I don't know. So my my uh my reasoning for it was that like the whole story, it, it it might be a little bit more selfish. I would say the whole story revolves around like Jin rejecting the honor that his uncle and the, his society is like thrusted upon him. And it was, it just felt like at that moment, the, the line that really sold it for me was when they were talking and the uncle was like, Jin, you have no honor. And and then Jin was like, then you are a slave to it. That's kind of what like really sold it for me. It was just like, I don't think Jin wanted to be a slave to this honor anymore. And for someone that had to watch his father die in front of him, I it just didn't feel like he would appease his uncle's honor, the honor that he already rejected to kill his own family, you know? Yeah, that's a that very was, good point too. That was the part where I was just like, "There's no way." I, at least this is how I interpreted it. It just felt like in that situation, it didn't feel like he would really at, at this moment now be like, "Okay, yeah, I guess I'll be honorable again and give you this honorable death." It's like, no, nah, man. Like, we need. He, he's actually trying to teach his uncle that we need to move past this, this mm-hmm. like society of like an honor that forces you to kill your family. You know. Yeah. And the whole like, yeah, his uncle might come come to terms with that and he might not and that's kind of like that's on him you know like Jin can only control what he does right but if his mm-hmm. uncle wants to spend the rest of his life depressed and sad and stuff like okay that's I mean that's your decision for not like moving on but Jin he's already moved on he's 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 let go of those shackles you know so yeah. that's kind of how I interpreted his journey <clears throat> I'd say um something you're that like um, Alyssa brought up when she was texting me about it that she felt like it was a punishment f- to let his uncle live if you know she was saying she kept saying like it was like him Jin would be punishing him if he if he lets him live or mm-hmm. he'd be doing it out of anger almost and yeah. if, by killing him you'd be forgiving him but I didn't I didn't really feel a lot of anger from Jin mostly just like a sense of rebellion or a sense of disappointment that his uncle couldn't see what he saw but at the same time i think jin kind of understood where his uncle was coming from that's why like the whole time they were fighting he was just like like please don't do this but like he kind of knows why he's doing it yeah kind of thing so i didn't really feel a lot of anger with it like after it was over it felt like jin was pretty much at peace he kind of like understood what his uncle had to do and kind of understood what he had to do in in return but I, i i don't think there's a right or wrong way to go about it it just kind of how you want to interpret interpret the journey that Jin goes through. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting though, because if they end up making a sequel, like how is that gonna play out? They're gonna have just one of the choices be the canon choice. Uh, they'll probably just ask you what you what you did, <laughs> and then you go from there. Yeah. Or if if you already own the game, 
they'll probably just go off your save or something. That'd be kind of smart. It's mm-hmm. a smart way to do it. Just go off whatever save you have. So when and, you let him, yeah. yeah, when you let him go, because I haven't seen it yet, does what happens? Does he just run away or? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looks almost exactly the same. You go to that little shack uh, where you have all your memorabilia or whatever, and then just the dialogue is just a little bit different. At the end there, it's just like, oh, uh, I think uh, Yuna says, oh, your uncle's going to be hunting you. You're going to be hunted forever now. And it's like, that's just how it is kind of thing. I'm the ghost kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, again, it was very, very similar as uh, the killed one. It was just, Jen is a little bit less sad about it, I guess, because he didn't actually kill him. But that's yeah. about it. It kind of just at peace with his place in society now. It's hmm. so interesting. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the thing that obviously just because I I just be that's what's kind of stick stuck in my mind. But I thought the ending was really good. I it thought was, that was really good. cool. They let you choose too. I think really it's cool. yeah, it was it was fine. I I I like it when they just don't let you choose. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of like kind of like too. the Last of Us kind of thing. Just you're you're telling me the story. I mean, I know they want you to be involved in it, and it's a game. You know, you make decisions, and you they want you to like feel the, the weight of your decision. But if they didn't let me choose, I wouldn't have been mad about it either. Just be mm-hmm. like, okay, this is the story you're telling me, and I'm just along for the ride kind of thing, and that's fine too. And there are other stories where just like they want you to make meaningful choices in that story. But at the same time, by seeing after I saw both endings, I was like, well, this choice doesn't really make a difference, right? Like, yeah, after it's over, you could just it's just like two lines of dialogue change, and then the rest, of, and then you can just run around the game exactly as you were before, you know? So. That's one of those things where it's like you could have just picked one. And I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. That's just me, though. Was there, was there anything about the game that you didn't like? You thought that could have been better? <sighs> Let me think. Usually it was... Uh... One thing I that really bothered me was the tracking system, the quest tracking system. I thought it was a really cool idea, and I love how the UI of the game is so minimal. But man, it just got really frustrating having to like swipe up on that touchpad like every ten seconds or so to mm. be like, okay, like which direction am I going? Like, like where? Am I? Like, there's this, now there's like no different terrain the way. I don't know whether I should go left or right around it, or I don't know. It just kind of it, it was really annoying, and I ended up having to pull up my map a lot just to see mm. where to go, which kind of ruined the entire point of the wind system of like making you know your 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 HUD very minimal. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, that got annoying for me a little bit sometimes, especially around mountains. Yeah. Kind of got bad. Oh, man. Uh, there are some areas on the map where the weather never changes. And if the weather's really bad, it's just really bad. And, dude, the freaking thunder in that game is <laughs> absolutely bonkers, man. Like, I played because I played with my headsets on because I had my PS4 connected to my monitor. So I had headsets on the whole time I was playing this game. And it was just like. I- <laughs> My ears were just getting blown out the whole, like a whole third of the game because just running around and then the thunder just like claps. And I'm just like, oh my God, can I just change the weather, please? And then there was actually like a flute song that you're supposed to be able to play to change the weather, but it doesn't work if you're like in a part of the story where the weather needs to be bad. So I'm just like, oh, oh my gosh. goodness. Yeah, it was, that was kind of rough. That was, that's the first thing I could think of. Uh, I don't know. Um, let me think. Let me think. What really bothered me? The game was just kind of smooth and fluid the entire time. There weren't any crazy bugs. It's crazy, you know, to release a completed game. There aren't any bugs. It's wild, isn't it? I know, right? I'm very impressed with the game. Like, you know, for a new IP from Sucker Punch, 
mm-hmm. to you know hit the ground running that that well. I mean, it reminds me a lot of Horizon Zero Dawn. You know, it's like a new game, yeah, new IP, and they just did such a good job with it. Yeah, they really, they really uh, hit it out of the park with that one. Uh, I feel like the the extra collectibles were kind of useless. There's just some. There's just so many collectibles, and they were all pretty useless. Yeah. Like even like the little high Q, even the like gear ones, a lot of them were useless. And oh, this is a pretty veiny one. I hate all the hats in the game. <laughs> all the hats are either like super over the top or just these really ugly straw hats with holes in them. It's like what the heck? What am I doing? What am I looking at right now? Oh, it was really weird. Uh, besides that, the armor was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, there's just like some of the armor you get. It just doesn't really. It didn't really affect my way of playing the game. I guess, like, would you ever really, like, play a bow and arrow playstyle in which you would have had that one armor that gives you, like, higher range weapon uh, damage? Oh, yeah, I never did that. Yeah, it feels like the RPG section of it was just kind of there just to be there. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah, very simple RPG. Yeah, Very RPG, simple RPG mechanic. The stats didn't really... I guess it did matter a little bit. The only, st- like the charm system, wasn't a huge fan of that. I feel like it was really ambiguous. It's very know like how a much they're helping. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I don't know how much this is helping, but I get it's like, it's like fifteen percent this, fifteen percent that. I was like, do they stack? Is this thirty percent now? Like, am I gonna make someone scared of me every time I hit them? Kind of thing. I don't know. It was thing with weird pers- with, with percentages like that too. It's like if I'm gonna get percentages, I need. Like numbers, like I need to be able, which I know would totally ruin the immersion of the game, but it's hard for me to understand like how much powerful a certain weapon or a certain thing is helping me if I don't see like any sort of like, you know, crit numbers or something like that on the characters when I hit them because the health bars are so tiny. Uh-huh. Like, I don't really know. Like, I don't know. I, and yeah, I never really feel like it was a huge difference between like any of the types of like weapons. The only time that I feel a difference is for the um, armor that would make you less detectable. Yeah, like for that sure. was there very significant, but yeah. yeah, I definitely, I definitely noticed it if I was wearing like the heavy armor. It's like the giant ones. If you're wearing a really heavy yeah. armor, you're gonna take less damage. If you're yeah. wearing like the stealth one, you're gonna be easier. But the smaller, minute stuff, like all the charms and stuff, I went around and like actually like try to get all those charms. I got them all. I was like, mm, I don't know why I just did that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't feel very rewarding at all. But uh, I mean, I think again. This was a very small. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't really ruin it for me. And the thing about the crit numbers thing, I would have hated that, by the way. I, you I hate, hated that. Really? I hate it when games do that. I oh, no. So like whenever, whenever, especially a game like that, a single player game, I don't need to see numbers, number particles flying out of my enemies. It's just like, I can't see anything. It's just, it I want to so see good, the actual though. enemy. <laughs> we see like a boom, like that numbers like pop and it's like 2000. You're like, oh, wow. Huh. That was a big number. That's why multiplayer games and wow and things like that exist. I don't need it in my <laughs> story immersion freaking oh, <laughs> single funny. player game. That's one of the, I remember when I saw when I saw the game Anthem, whenever that first trailer came out, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh look at this beautiful game. It's like these beautiful particles and stuff like that. And as soon as you get into a fight, all you see on your screen is numbers. I was like, what? <laughs> that right now <laughs> i'm just doing calculus right now I'm just like okay i did 200 damage okay i need to change weapons to do this other type of damage it's like okay no 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 that would not have, i would not have liked that in this particular game 
well, what do you want to see from the next Ghost of Tsushima game if they end up making a sequel? Which I think at this point it's pretty obvious they're going to make a sequel at some point. I mean, I don't know what other game in uh, Sucker Punch. I guess they make uh, the other game with the guy that the, with powers, Infamous. Don't they yeah, make Infamous? Infamous? Yeah, they do. So I guess they make Infamous. They could also make another IP, but I would really like to see them make another Ghost game. It's really weird how, even though they make Infamous, it's quite different. Like the mm-hmm. engine feels different for sure. Like Infamous oh, yeah. is a lot lighter. Like the enemies feel a lot like a lot more like punch em, suck em, suck em, punch em kind of enemies. Very Spider Man like to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what I I really hadn't thought about it because I felt so satisfied after beating this game that I really didn't think about like what I would want from a sequel. So I guess I would just be pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also oh, don't know wait. what they could do to improve it. I mean, obviously having. You know, maybe a bigger, I don't even say bigger map because the map was huge. So I don't know. Big. Going to mainland Japan would be cool, you know, seeing yeah. some more like busy areas. Yeah. You know, would be really interesting. But more, more population, more, mm-hmm. more weapons, maybe a little bit more technology too. Yeah. That'd be pretty interesting. Dude, if they, I don't know, this could very easily just turn into an Assassin's Creed problem. Where yeah, it's just yeah like, I was just thinking that too. What are we even doing right now? Like, this is no longer a samurai game. We're just going around with gunpowder, blowing things up. <laughs> <laughs> so this is definitely, I feel like this is not an IP that they, they need to go like, oh, we need to make eight games out of this. Like, no, sure. can we just, I'll take the sequel just because I'm, I'm interested to see how they try to improve on it. But I don't need six of these. Yeah, that's fair. I think this, was, this was pretty good standalone thing, but who knows? You know, people got to make money, so we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Well, let's see. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? I, I feel like again, you're you're a lot more fresh. Oh, what was your favorite thing about the game? Like in terms of you said you said gameplay. Is that you're gonna not gameplay? The story is that your final answer and favorite thing? Um. Okay. So my specific favorite thing in the game, honestly, was the little bamboo trials. <laughs> do you remember those <laughs> Little mini games yeah, yeah yeah those were so much fun i do love how and just in general i really enjoy how all the different side things were like ty- different types of gameplay like you, there are a lot of really boring collectibles you just go and pick up something and it's just like oh this, this is an item here's a description of the item but there are a bunch of other things too where it was like there are the, the fox things you had to follow the fox you had to go through different terrain there are the little temples that had like were kind of like an obstacle course like the burnt down temples. I don't know if you know, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the shrines. Yeah, the yeah. shrines. Or I guess it was the temples, yeah. Yeah, and then like like I said, the bamboo thing where it was like a memory game. Where, or not even memory game. We just had to like press the buttons in a certain order really fast. So I don't know. It was really cool because like I said, I don't like doing side stuff that much, but I feel like each side thing had its own like unique gameplay to it. So it was, so it was really fun. It was like I wanted to find the bamboo things because I like to play the little bamboo mini game, you know? Yeah. It's like I want I like I like doing stealth stuff. So I love like going to camps and just like stealthing around and killing as much people as possible before going out guns blazing or swords blazing, whatever you want to call it. So yeah, I think I think that's what they did a really good job with. My main reason not liking side stuff is usually the side stuff feels just like the main stuff, like the same kind of gameplay. So it's like, why did I do the side things? Like I already I, I have a main storyline, I have a main quest line I need to do. But because it's different, it makes it feel much more interesting to do yeah for sure i think yeah, those were pretty fun uh i mean they did give you a little bit of reward too every time you did it even though it was like i guess i, I guess i'm doing more damage yeah, <laughs> I, for sure. I can't really tell but you know it's happening uh i I think my favorite thing for sure was the the duels with the straw hat the straw hat duels 
Those are hard. Dude, that's why I love them. They were so <laughs> much fun. Like, and those were probably like the most cinematic portions of the game. And that, that's the part I was just like, man, I think I did one on like a uh, black and white mode. It felt like watching just like a really old Japanese movie. It's just yeah. so cool with that little stare down moment. And then you just like unsheathes his sword there and then it starts. That was super cool. I think that was definitely my most favorite part is those little duels. And after you beat them all, you beat the last guy too. And then you get a piece of armor for it. And yeah, eh, it was just lots of fun. I like doing those a lot. Some of them were like, one of them was in this like flower field and one of them is next to this waterfall like the scenery around those battles you could tell they really put a lot of time into them it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of the valkyrie fights in god of war i was gonna say that's what kind of reminded me of too kind of like the same mechanic so i like i think by the time i got to act three i'd beaten all of them except for like two or three and i literally just like i made a point to go beat them all before i like beat the game i mean mm-hmm. i did a lot i did a lot of things before i beat the game but this was, I think, this was the last, this was really the last game I really got into, got into like a hundred percent. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get into another game so we can have more of these uh, spoiler casts, and hopefully I can beat more games too. I mean, we, I did beat a uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, so I don't know. That's that's a, that's a much older game, but yeah, yeah I, I do to... appreciate. I do like doing these spoiler casts of just kind of talking about a game that we both beat. So yeah, I mean, we could have done Fallen Order, but that's not much of a spoiler cast. I feel like. Yeah. That game's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Great game. I think, dude, do you remember when that trailer came out? When did this, that, the trailer for that game come out? Like, oh my gosh. Two or three years before the actual game came out? Uh, I think so. I think it was like two years. It was during an E3. I remember that. Yeah, I definitely remember it was an E3. I saw, when I saw that E3, I was like, oh, this game's not coming out for five years. It's one of those moments <laughs> where you're super happy. But Secret Sack is like, I don't know when I'm going to see this game, and it's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah, and PlayStation has this thing of announcing games way before they actually come out, so I always try to like temper my my hype. I just, I just usually just try not to watch E3, but my YouTube algorithm just won't let me. <laughs> it just keeps showing me these trailers, and I can't not click on them. Yep, and a little quick, quick tidbit about E3 for next this year. Um, there are reports showing that uh, E3, the, the group in charge of E3, closed down their operation to do a in-person, you know, live E3. So it's going to be all digital E3 this year, which will be interesting because I don't know why any company would pay to host their stuff on E3's website when they can just put out their own video on YouTube. You know what I mean? So Yeah, they might as well just say E3's canceled. What are we even talking about right now? Like Exactly, yeah. Sony can just, either. Yeah, Sony can just have their own conference on their yeah. own YouTube channel. So I mean, that's what Sony's been doing. That's what everyone's been doing. They're having their own little online, you know, directs. Like yeah. Sony's state of play they had last week as well. So I don't really understand the point of it, but hey, I don't, I don't know. They're trying to keep it alive. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Huh. Maybe that. Maybe this will be the year that I finally don't get sucked into watching E3. Who knows? I wouldn't count on it. Have my dreams dash once again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's what we got. Good old ghost. This was yep. fun. Fun game. Sucker Punch, give us more, please. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, hopefully hopefully we get a like a big triple A single single player game this year. It would be kind of a bummer if we don't. Yeah, I mean I hope. Well maybe maybe Horizon. Maybe God of not God, maybe God of, War. of War. You don't think God of War is coming out this year? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But Horizon maybe. Ugh. Come on, God of War, what do you mean? God of War is like done, man. It's just 
They just gotta give us more more of the same map. Like I'm yeah. pretty sure they're gonna use the exact same map and then just unlock those other realms that we couldn't go to in the last game. I I think the head of the team, Corey Borlog, Barlog, whatever his name is, he I think he said on Twitter that's not coming out anytime soon. So Well, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is that one game, uh, Ratchet and Clank. I ain't playing that game, dude. What? <laughs> it's Some, a PS5 exclusive. That's no, a PS on PS4 too, but I, if I if I buy that game, I know myself, dude. I'm gonna play it for like an hour and get super bored. Yeah, it's very that's that's a game I'll buy for my ten year old niece because <laughs> she will love it. I played the last Jack. I played, played the last Ratchet Clank game. I can't talk Ratchet and Clank game that came out on PS4, and yeah, I beat it. it. Took me about a weekend to beat, which is very short, and I never play it again. So I actually rented it from from uh, Redbox. And I'm glad I did because that would have been a huge waste of. 50 or 40 bucks yeah see again exactly that's definitely uh let me just rent this for this weekend kind of game and just bang it out i guess well all right all right we're over here let's let's get out of here <laughs> if you like the show please come back next time give us a follow at basement gaming 9 on twitter and if you have any thoughts on ghost of Tsushima, did you like it did you hate it are you ever gonna play it we hope you do just give us a shout and uh we'll see you guys next week Peace.